Welcome to the Marysville Three CU Church. The message today has to do with storms. It's entitled Confidence in the Midst of the Storm. Confidence in the Midst of the Storm. Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Mark, chapter 4. Mark, chapter 4. And here we find the description of the disciples in a storm with Jesus. The disciples are in a storm with Jesus. So turn, if you would, in your Bibles to Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. And we will be uh, reading from the New King James Version. Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Lord, we ask your blessing upon us today. Help us as we preach this message. The words might be clear. They might be impactful. But your truth, most of all, would come through and that we would be obedient hearers. In the story that we read to you, as we go through the story, you'll find that uh, Jesus is there in the boat, and as you read, he's asleep in the stern, which means the back of the boat, on some kind of pillow or, or something like that, and, but he's asleep. They've been with the multitudes, um, for whatever reason, he's taking a nap. But while they're out there, and other boats are out there too, the storm comes up and it wasn't just a, a slight storm remember that these were fishermen some of them of the disciples fishermen they're used to being out um, in the boat and they are concerned that something's going to happen they're like uh, do you not care we're about to be overrun here because the water is coming in the water is coming into the boat and and in Luke, you'll find that it says, and they were, basically, they were in danger. They were in peril. And so it's a legitimate concern. And they're having that concern, and they're going to Jesus, Lord, save us. And Jesus basically gets up. He says, peace, be still. The wind ceased, and the waves cease. But then he asks them something very interesting. Why are you so fearful? And he challenges them in regards to their faith. And we'll come back to that in just a few minutes. They were amazed, in verse 41, that the wind and the sea obeyed him. The wind and the sea obeyed, them, obeyed him. And we see in there, they, they, they were like, don't you care that we perish? Don't you care that we perish? You know, we, 
we have some circumstances in life that are our own um, emergencies. They're things that we, we find that we call a crisis. And it stirs those things up. And, and uh, for, um, for some, it's at the sight of a mouse or some at the sight of a bug. And you go out and you, in desperation, cry out, Hey, can you help me? I know of a situation at a college. Uh, somebody come to one of my sons and, and uh, they were fearful because they had a bug in their room and they needed help. Anybody to help them. They say, come down, and my son had to go down, and it turned out to be a cricket. That they wouldn't even go into the room with the cricket in the room. You know, some of the crises that we have, we can perceive that we're in peril, and I know those are real to us, those fears and phobias that we have. But there, there are those kinds of things that others might look at and say, oh, that's not that big a deal. But there are other things that are heavy. There are other things that are real and other things that we understand. But in the midst of those, we cry out in desperation. Somebody help me, anybody. In this case, they're looking to the Lord to help them. We find that in Matthew. They say, Lord, save us in the Matthew uh, redemption of the story. But you'll notice that after Jesus challenges them on their fear and their faith, that they were amazed and fearful in the fact that the storms, storm itself, the wind and the waves, obeyed him. So when they cried out to God, they were crying out to God in desperation. Lord, I can't do this. I'm leaning on you to take care of this. I'm in desperation. I need some help from somewhere. We can't figure this out. Lord, do something. I don't know what they expected, but they did not expect the winds and the waves. I don't know if they expected the boat to get back. I don't know what they expected, but the winds and the waves obeyed him, and that's surprised them that surprised them so that's not what they expected they expected I don't know what they expected they were in desperation desperation did you sense the difference in urgency Jesus was asleep on the pillow in the midst of the waves and the storm and see the water was coming over the sides But it was a different level of urgency. They were in a panic, it would seem. Don't you care? Don't you care? I've got all this going on, and you're in there sleeping. Don't you care? I can imagine, you know, something going on at, in a household, and, and one individual's in, in and, and the water's leaking in a sink, or something happening, and somebody else is watching a game, or, and they're like, Hey, don't you care? From different perspectives, but in this case, they were in a panic, and it seems like Jesus was not in a panic. Don't you care that we're perishing? But you sense that difference in urgency. 
they were worried that maybe something needed to be done. It needed to be done soon before, before it was too late, maybe. If we look over in the book of John, chapter 11, I want to bring our focus to verse 32. Now, in this story, this is the story of Lazarus. Lazarus was the friend of Jesus, and he had his sisters, Mary and Martha, and Lazarus died. They had told Jesus that, that Lazarus was sick, but by the time Jesus got there, Lazarus had already died. And in John eleven thirty two. In John eleven thirty two, 32, uh, just a second, I flipped to the wrong location. In John eleven thirty two, 32, it says, then when Mary came, were, that's not right either. But what it was basically telling us in that passage of scripture, that they said, if he, if you would have been here, he would have not died. If you had not, if you had been here, verse 32, I was reading the wrong verse, my apologies. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. In other words, Jesus, now you're too late. Now you're too late. is our urgency when we go to God in desperation is because we think we're running out of time for you to be able to respond. We're running out of time for you to be capable of responding. Lord, it's going to get to the point where not even you can respond. Could it be that? That did you sing the sense of urgency and its difference, that God would be too late? Do you fear that he is unable to respond to the storm? Do you cry out in desperation? Because you're going to fear that it's going to get to the point that he can't help? I want you to think about situations for those of us here in Ohio that's been in, in snowy weather, but even sometimes in the south, uh, when I've lived in the south, um, in Mississippi, when I was in seminary, when it would rain, the oils and things would come up and make it slick. But wherever you're at in the storm, if you're going through that storm in a car, and you have a young driver driving, which do you feel more comfortable with, that young driver driving in the storm, you feel confident enough that in the storm, let's say especially a snowstorm, that you can just go to sleep, knowing that they can handle it, you have confidence in them. In contrast to the confidence you have, let's, let's say some people get nervous just driving in traffic or being in traffic. But if you've been in, in, um, in the passenger side and the person driving has maybe driven for that same traffic for 20 or 25 years or they 
know the roads and contrast your confidence in their driving so that you just go to sleep and know that they'll get where you they need to go and and uh, we'll get through the traffic and we'll handle things you have confidence in the driving to go to sleep versus you got a very young driver just got their actual license which one are you more likely to go to sleep which one are you more likely to have the confidence in is I don't need to be in such a fearful place in this journey in this car that I can't sleep now I'm not saying that this is an easy place to get to because as you can tell I'm contrasting this that if you have Jesus in the boat Sometimes we forget that he can not only help us through the storm, that he is able to calm the storm. We're not talking about calm us in the midst of the storm, but actually calm the storm. And so, do we approach him in confidence, or do we approach him in desperation? Because as we go through the storms of life and we deal with them and some of them are very serious and we are in peril, but compare that if we can rest back into the fact that God is not, a, not only able to see me through the storm, but God is able to take care of the storm itself, that the storm itself is subject to his commands. That it allows us to not carry so much fear, like getting in a car with a young driver, and you don't have confidence. And you're looking, say, look out for that, look out for that. And they'll say, I know, I see it, I know, I see it. And other times they may not see it. Versus riding on this journey of life and God's driving and being able to rest in Him. Scripture talks about my burden is easy and my yoke is light. Can you see how that if we can get to the place where our fear doesn't drive us and that when we turn to God, it's in a place of confidence in the storm that, that allows us to face the storm in a place of peace. That he is not only able to be with us in the storm, but he is able to calm the storm. And so, since that urgency, that impatience, and that combines and drives our fear, it's a difficult place to get to. And it takes a journey as we go through the different trials and the different situations and and maybe that person that you have confidence in your driving is it's because they've been tested before. 
and you've known that they've been true, they know that they're a good driver or a careful driver. They have the abilities to drive. And so if we can, through our experiences, learn that we have reason to have confidence in God. We have reason to have confidence that He can handle it. Can you see that if we can get to that place and allow ourselves to go to that place, that that can bring us peace in the midst of the storm. We can have confidence in the midst of the storm. Confidence, maybe not in ourselves, but confidence in God. And in having confidence in God and being true to our faith, that gives us confidence that we can make it through this storm. Yes, there are some storms of life that are critical. But we have confidence of God not in just this life, but in the one to come. And so in confidence, we can face the storms of life, whether it's the crickets or death itself, knowing that he is the Lord of all. He conquered sin, death, and the grave, resurrected from the dead, calmed the storm, created the universe. How that in that place, it makes it that much easier to live in a place of peace, a place of rest, and a place of happiness. Where are you in your storm? When you cry out to God, it is in desperation or is it in confidence that he can see you through? And so that's my challenge. We're facing storms today. We're facing storms in our country. We're facing actual storms. We're facing job storms, housing storms, future storms, health storms, relationship storms. Let's approach God in confidence that He can handle, that He can help, and that we are not in a place that we have to be desperate. We don't have to be in a place that we can be desperate, but that we have to look to anyone that will just take any takers that can help us out of it. In today's society, people are looking for answers, and they're searching. They have that, they know they need something. And they're looking to various religions. Some look to the government. Some look to uh, social media. Some look to education. But we need to look to God in confidence. And if we work and walk through storms in confidence with a level of peace that passes understanding others will see that because there's others in the boats remember there were other little boats that are in the same storm can you imagine them looking over and seeing the panic on the disciples versus looking across at the boat and in the midst of the storm they're like why aren't these guys excited don't they care that we perish 
Now see, they would have confidence knowing that Jesus is on board. And Jesus is just relaxing. And Jesus is at peace on the pillow. Comfortable, it would seem. And so they have that confidence. And if we could project that kind of confidence in the midst of the storm and not in a panic, not ignoring the storm, but not in a panic, and have that peace and that confidence, it's that peace and that confidence that will inspire them. What is going on? What is different over there? And God is able to help them. It's a challenging place to be. It's a hard place to get there. But I encourage you to make that journey with the Lord. To deepen your faith. Reduce your fear. To accept a more peaceful walk. It's out there for you. It's hard. But God is able. And may the peace that passes understanding be with you and help you and guide you. Let us pray. Father God, I just pray that you would help us in these next few moments as people contemplate on this. The Lord, that you would draw uh, to their hearts and help them, to Lord, to feel the sense of God on their life, that they can go to you in confidence, that they can be encouraged, that there is a peace to be had as they trust more and more in you, that they don't have to cry out to you in desperation, but that they can cry out to you in confidence, that they don't need to cry out to all different kinds of things and people in desperation. They can cry out to you in confidence and trust in you to see us through. Lord, we do thank you for this, and we ask the Lord that you would just be with each one. Touch, we pray, and we thank you for your many blessings. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.